The following Art Trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? Sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a triple enfolded sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? Uh, I've got a sonic uh... Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I have sonic to hook. A sonic what? Yes, and you have a Sonic News Driver. Selected Doctor Who related news stories delivered sonically to you. For Earth Day, Wednesday, the 17th of March, 2010. This is Lewis Trapani. Who has a Sonic Screwdriver? I do! News is coming out of Gallifrey 21, as well as other news of interest, as we sit now just weeks away from the start of Series 31, the new series with Matt Smith as the new Doctor, number 11. Hey, but these go to 11. So let's get on with it, ladies and gentlemen, and small furry creatures from Alpha Centauri. BBC America tails behind BBC One by two weeks. BBC America has announced that the US premiere of Doctor Who with Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor, alongside with Amy Pond, will be on Saturday, April 17th, 2010. That's two weeks after the premiere on BBC One in the UK and two days after tax day in the US. Let's hope the Doctor Who experience is less taxing, certainly more entertaining. Gallifrey 21, two weeks out. A couple weeks ago, everything was a buzz at Gallifrey 21, the annual premier North American Doctor Who convention in Los Angeles. Be sure to check out Doctor Who Podshock for full coverage of Gallifrey 21. As you probably already know, fellow co-hosts Ken Deep and James Norton were there once again alongside of myself. But you can hear more about that in Doctor Who Podshock. Now, part of the Gallifrey 1 experience for me each year has been the pleasure of being on certain panels there. This year was no exception, one of which was the Future of Doctor Who DVD and Media panel. Joining me on this panel was Steve Roberts, Steve Manfred, and Steve Hill. <laughs> I joke that I should be changing my first name to Steve for the panel as well. <laughs> Since I'm not involved with the DVD releases myself, no, seriously, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't have much to offer to the many people that were asking questions, and there were many people there. It's good to know that there is still so much interest in the upcoming DVDs. So I took it upon myself to ask the rest of the panel some questions myself one of which had to do with the future of Doctor Who on Blu-ray. We know the current series is now shooting in HD and will be released in Blu-ray, as the specials were just recently. But what of the past episodes? I asked about revisiting the story Spearhead from Space, the story that introduced John Pertwee as the third Doctor. This story was shot all on film, which lends itself to an HD transfer. I may have caught Steve Roberts somewhat by surprise because he suggested that it may have already been done. Hmm. Something to expect in the future, I suppose? On a related note, there's no plans for standard definition episodes being released or being re-released on Blu-ray. If they were, they would not be upscaled 
to HD on the Blu-ray itself, but rather it will be left up to the playback device to upscale them. This makes sense because if they were to upscale it for the Blu-ray disc, it would lock in the upscale version on the disc. By leaving it open to the device that's, uh, that will be playing back to upscale it, it allows for future improvements of upscaling technology for the SD content, that's standard definition content, to be used with that media. And I have to say, I agree. I think this makes perfect sense. You don't want to lock it down to whatever technology we have on hand now to do the upscaling. Leave it open for the device itself to upscale it so that it has room for future improvement. There are other benefits that come along with the Blu-ray medium that could benefit even standard definition episodes. But I think right now they need to focus on, which they are focusing, not they need, they, they are focusing on releasing the rest of the lineup on DVDs. Plus there are those episodes that have missing content, you know, missing episodes and that their future is still uncertain as, as far as a release schedule goes. But it is hoped that everything that had been released on VHS will eventually make their way to DVD in one form or another. Lastly, I wouldn't hold my breath on hearing the Beatles, unfortunately, in the Chase overseas DVD release. BBC secures 40% of To Entertain. In further DVD news, BBC Worldwide, the sales and licensing arm of BBC, has acquired 40% of the DVD production business To Entertain for £4 million, or that translates to $26 million. It was funded wholly from the commercial assets, not from BBC licensing fees. To Entertain not only releases Doctor Who discs, but other popular titles including Blue Planet. This seems now to fill the gap left by Warworth. You may recall that To Entertain were in a joint venture with the now liquidated British retail chain. John Smith, yes, that's his name, John Smith, the CEO of BBC Worldwide, stated... Quote, I am pleased that we have finally concluded these negotiations, and we have secured the future of To Entertain. To Entertain's retail partners know it is now backed by a stable owner and license fee payers will continue to benefit from To Entertain's contribution to BBC Worldwide. End quote. Double your pleasure and double your fun with the Sarah Jane Adventures. CBBC controller Damien Cavanaugh has commissioned not one, but two series of the very successful spin-off of the old TARDIS series that doesn't end with wood. <laughs> That's uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures. Growing figures each year since its debut in 2007 assured that the CBC... That's CBBC. Take two. <laughs> assured the CBBC that they had a hit on their hands. The fourth series is set to air this autumn and will reunite Elizabeth Sladen with the rest of the cast, including Tommy Knight, who plays Luke. We had a chance to interview the energetic young Mr. Knight at Gallifrey 21. Look out for that interview in an upcoming Doctor Who Pachak episode. The series goes into production this month with the third series producer, Nikki Wilson, now stepping alongside Russell T. Davies as executive producer and new producer Brian Minchin joining the team. Doctor Who on tour. Ah, seems like the good old days of 1986 or was it 87? Uh, that was uh, another tour altogether. Doctor Who is on tour across the country in the UK this month of March. Is it March Madness? Or is it just Matt Smith and Karen Gillen 
campaigning for the big election day at the beginning of April. By election day, I mean the premiere of the new series with the 11th Doctor himself, Matt Smith, along with companion Amy Pond, played by Karen Gillan. The tour gives viewers a chance to meet them both as they tour the UK in a specially themed Doctor Who tour bus. As long as it doesn't fly in space, we should be okay. The BBC has stated that the focus of the tour is to reach relatively underserved communities by the BBC. Hey, my community is very underserved by the BBC. I'm expecting that bus to be flying by, uh, I mean, driving by very soon. No? No? Oh, well. Oh, well, we could dream, right? It commences on the 29th of March in Belfast, and then we'll travel to Karen Gillan's hometown Inverness for a screening on the 30th of March. It will then head over to Sutherland and Salford on the 31st of March, before it finishes up later that day in Northampton, Matt Smith's hometown. Following the tour from the 1st to the 3rd of April, BBC will hold events for the three days at select BBC big screens across the UK, giving fans in London, Manchester, Edinburgh, Plymouth, and Swansea a chance to interact directly with the show. It will feature exclusive footage, including the 3D promo trailer, giveaways, and fans can get a photo taken in the spin cycle of doom. Uh, I mean, the giant vortex thingy thingamabob. <laughs> you rock. Well, the following is not really Doctor Who related per se, but it does relate to this podcast that you're listening to right now. It's a shout out to fellow podcaster Ken Ray. His show, Mac OS Ken, just reached its 1000th episode on Monday of this week. And Ken just reached his 40th year the day after on Tuesday. So special congratulations and happy birthday to Ken. You rock, sir. In the early days of podcasting, when Doctor Who Pachak was still just one of maybe two or three Doctor Who podcasts, remember those days? Ken Ray was doing a new segment on a Apple Macintosh podcast. Most of his listeners now just refer to this podcast as that other show, but I honestly can't recall the name of it anyway, so I'll just call it that other show as well. He delivered Mac news with wit, flair, and style. Suddenly, without notice, he was no longer doing his new segment there, and it wasn't long after that that he had his own show, Mac OS Ken. It's a daily news show relating to Apple and, as the name applies, the Mac. If you have any interest in Mac news, I do recommend his show. Although, being busy with Dr. Upachuk and we do cover the news on it, it was Ken's daily Mac show that really inspired me to attempt to do something similar here with the Sonic News Driver. Besides, anyone that shares their birthday with my Doctor Who Pacha co-host, James Norton, can't be all that bad. And on that note, happy birthday, James Norton! Be sure to catch Doctor Who Pachak. The latest episode is our annual live show recorded on stage at Gallifrey 21 in Los Angeles, California. It is episode 187, and you won't want to miss it. We interview the lovely Doctor's daughter in more ways than one, Georgia Moffat, alongside with Andrew Hayden-Smith, Tortured writer John Fay, Louise Page, Daphne Ashbrook, Yi Ji So, and Walk On by Gary Russell. Plus, we have more interviews from Gallifrey 21 and other Doctor Who-related interviews lined up for upcoming shows. 
So go to gallifreyandembassy.org or podshock.net and grab the latest episode. And if you're not already subscribed to Dr. Who Podshock, hey, what are you listening to this show for and not listening to that? Now, speaking of live shows, Dr. Who Podshock will be doing another live show this time on the other side of the U.S. in Stony Brook, New York at Icon 29, Sunday, March 28th at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. In addition to our live show there, co-host Ken Deep and myself will be appearing on a Doctor Who panel the day before on Saturday, March 27th at 11 a.m. Support this podcast and get some great gear in terms of shirts, mugs, and alike sporting the Sonic News Driver artwork. We know you want it. Get your podcast swag at arttrap.com or sonicnewsdriver.com and click the store tab there. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Sonic News Driver. See, I didn't say Sonic Edition. Usually I say Sonic Edition. Well, now I've just said it, so I did say it now. So, ah, never mind. Thanks for listening to the Sonic News Driver. Send feedback, as always, to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Trapani. Visit ArtTrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been a production of ArtTrap Productions.